back to Swanner and Judd Review. I'm Tom Swanner. This is Brian Judd. And, well, it has been, uh, well, there's nothing on television. I mean, there wasn't anything to begin with, but there's really nothing this week. So um had to make do with what I could find. Um, I'm sure you did fine. We'll watch, yeah, thank you. I'm still watching Squid Game. Um, I know they dropped the final episode, but haven't watched that one yet. Um I'm still, I think I've gotten through eight episodes now. Um, mm-hmm. uh, the, uh, there was a really good game where they, uh, they go, Oh, you guys have earned a picnic. So couple up and grab a picnic basket. So they're like, Oh, this is great. Oh, we get a break. And this is really nice. And then they find marbles down at the bottom and marbles mean that somebody's going to lose. Uh, it, it's a 50, 50, uh, elimination. So, um, so then they're all like really depressed because they they coupled off with their best friends and then had to eliminate their best friend. Um, so that was cool. And then do uh, you never saw the whole movie? Did you? Yeah. Oh, there's this one where they have this walkway, and on the walkway, they have um, they have it's glass panels, and in the movie. You just, one panel was, you know, like good glass that would hold the weight of a person. And the other mm-hmm. one, like, you know, it didn't. So um, I was wondering how they were going to do this. And so what they did have was they just had panels that would drop, you know, they had the designated Trap panels. door type yeah. things. Right, exactly. But then they dropped a far away because I'm thinking, oh, my God, if that glass breaks, they're going to like be falling down on on all that broken glass. And it's like, okay, yeah, that's how it works. But it was it was a really, really good episode. Um, I bet you if they had a big enough budget, they could find uh, the right kind of glass to keep the right kind of thickness so they could see a trick trick the contestants into not knowing which is going to break away and which isn't that if it's tempered it wouldn't shatter it would break into pieces there's ways to doing it well anyway they didn't you they can't tell which is which so um when they make the decision and they step on the wrong panel they fall down off the bridge into the dark mass unknown whatever's underneath them kind of thing it was it's really fun it's really fun show um let's see um uh true blood uh this week we're 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 still in we're finishing up season seven um i'm going slowly on it because it's like season seven was the last season so i don't want to just blow my whole load basically so so um uh but there was one scene where um uh jason has um tasted eric's blood so once once a human has a vampire blood in them then the um first of all they crave that vampire and then that vampire knows what that where that person is all the time because they can feel themselves where wherever it's at anyway so there was a a nice um spit swap and scene between eric and jason that was really really fun Mm -hmm. i think i want to say it was episode three but it was like okay this is good this is good it's uh uh well if, if you know the show it was it was like hot it's super hot anyway sure, sure. uh let's see oh saturday night live last night uh had adam driver as the host i saw that i mean i didn't see oh. that i because I, I usually on do it today sunday yeah sundays i'll log in on youtube and watch the um 
weekend news update, which is the only thing worth watching. Well, um, and then, of course, they either the guest is part of it or they, you know, suggest other clips that show who the who the guest is. OK, well, the the the, the scene that I'm talking about here is uh, it's kind of a home shopping. Uh, I saw the thumbnail. Yeah. Yeah. OK, so. Um, it's home shopping and Adam driver is a chocolatier that's coming in with a, uh, uh, $25 solid Santa. So it's a, just a, uh, you know, like maybe a 12 inch Santa <laughs> wrapped up in foil. And, uh, and so he's describing and he goes, well, the wonderful thing is we've got this wonderful tempered chocolate here. Let me take off the, 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 the wrapper takes off the wrapper and it looks like a big black cock. <laughs> and, and the, the guy's going, that's unusual the way it's, um, it, you know, that line there. And he goes, well, that's so you get the right look for the hat under, you know, for, so that may, that's the way the Santa hat on the aluminum foil that's on the outside that gives the the role of the santa hat and he's like okay mm. yeah that's uh and then at one point he's like going and look look at just how smooth it is and and so there's this close-up of adam driver fond you know stroking this big black dick it was hilarious and he kept going here here go ahead and smell smell how wonderful this chocolate smells and it's like okay I, no don't, don't put it in my face and then they give it to uh mikey day and he's like uh, they go here take a bite he goes how can i do this without becoming a meme um and it was just it was just really silly funny episode a little I'll funny have to watch that you watch it. it it was it was it was funny anyway um last week after um after i uh, recorded with you i usually watch twin paranormals on um youtube which is um uh river and uh uh river and ryan um they uh they're these twins that go around hunting ghosts and how old are they they have this thing where if you like um you know on their instagram if you do the magic words you might get a call out on their episodes so last week's episode uh they go and here's who we got a call out for this week and it was my name Yay! yay yay so i mean it's the little things in life i guess yeah well, they, they, yeah. how old are they? You can, how, are they like 25, 22? They're probably in their 20s, late They're, 20s, I think. Okay. Because I'm they probably have the hair combed forward. Combed forward oh, no, they're like twinks they, they're and pierced, tattooed. Oh, okay. Dyed hair. They're, it's, uh, they are, I mean, they are a mess. <laughs> if you look at, you know, it's like, where are you going to get a job when this dries up? That's mm. what think the whole time you're looking at them, but um, they're really funny and they're uh, really nice, nice guys. They're fun to watch, um, but I got a call out from them. So I was very excited. Yay. <laughs> There's a channel that I watch that um, they're building a, a, a hybrid electric truck up in Canada. So I donated to their, their GoFundMe. And they usually read the names at the end, and I never pay attention to that because I don't care. Oh. Okay. Um, let's see. Uh, this I'm not week, sad. Y- yeah, you are. Yeah, Mass Singer. Uh, this week uh, they eliminated two. Um, oh no! 
Yeah, it was um, uh, the Husky who was genuine. I guess he's a rapper or something like that. Yeah. Okay. And then uh, the Tiki uh, was uh, Sebastian Bach, and he's from some rock band. From yeah, he's also uh, he done a lot of later later seasons of uh, Trailer Park Boys. Oh, you mean this actual the singer? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Ricky and Julian sold in weed. Oh, okay. And they, cool. they stole the Patrick Swayze Express, which is a model train to run from uh, Canada to America. So, yeah. Okay. Well, yeah. So they're, they're gone. And we're, uh, we have one more. But he got like super fat. Isn't he kind of fat now? Um, Sebastian Bach. I don't know. He was kind of chubby, but it's yeah, he not wasn't cool. on. But all of you course, see, that was 10 all years you see is his head. Uh, yeah um and i don't so i i I mean his head looked big but that could have been with the way his head looks all the time even when he's thin um let's see shining veil this week um and minks uh good good episodes um over on uh, stars Mm -hmm. uh that's the talk show uh shining veil where she's being haunted in her new house and and what i do like about the second season is that um Everybody in the household's getting involved with the ghosts now. They kind of tease the ghosts on the first season with the rest of the members of the household of the family. It was just Courtney who was really get, going crazy, and um, and it, this this year it's it's all of them, and it's it's really it's really been fun, really fun episodes. Very strange shit that goes on at that house, uh, and on um, I got to see more penises. Oh boy! And what show is this? minx oh sure sure yeah yeah, yeah. so the magazine show yeah. Uh, that's, yeah that's always nice um i i see that we both saw a comic this week um yeah jarvos stavros uh, halkius sure uh-huh uh, uh yeah and i'm sure you loved him and i'm sure you probably went he's mean oh no he was just boring and he mm-hmm. laughed at all his own shit. It was he does terrible. laugh at his own jokes. And 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 it's hard to watch him because he's very unattractive as well. Uh, yes, but he plays into that. I know, um, I know. Yeah, but yeah. It, I, we got through maybe twenty minutes and turned it off because we stopped watching it and we were talking during it. It was sure. Like- um, so Fat Rascal is the one uh, that's on Netflix, uh, but he. I started paying attention to him a couple of months ago. His crowd work is just amazing. And usually I can't stand comedians who do crowd work, uh, but he has a natural talent for getting the audience member to tell the story. Um, he asks the right questions. He asks leading questions. He drives the story in the way that it needs to go. And if uh, it doesn't go well, or if the audience member kind of jumps the gun with the punchline, he's like, oh, okay, I'm the one, you know, leading this. You you follow me, and we'll get through this together. Um, uh, but Lodge Room, which is the special on Netflix, I think was better than Fat Rascal. Um, but no, I enjoyed both of them because he's gross and leans into being gross, and he tells great stories, and um, he's just, he's funny. Yeah, maybe be good on like uh, listening to him. Uh, yeah. I mean, if I did podcasts, yeah, yeah. Oh, you mean rather than actually l- looking at him? Yeah, yeah. Even, well, the same thing. You know, listen to a podcast, listen to his an album. You know, like uh, yeah, maybe that would be better. 
because it's not that he was just gross because he is but um i it's just yeah i just we, we were sitting there and it's like i thought the previews that they showed sounded funny sure and then, and then it just uh, yeah it, it didn't click with us well but you don't like straight humor though I mean, you watched that whole Bob the Drag Queen thing and thought that was hysterical. Or, well, it was hysterical. I, you know, I got 10 minutes into that and went, okay, well, I see how this whole hour is going to go. And then you stopped, right? Yeah. Yeah. So you don't know how the whole hour went. You just. No, I watched the whole thing. And it, no. It oh, did. now you watch the whole thing. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Whatever. Okay. And moving it did on, go exactly on. as it did. Yeah. So. Okay. Um, caught up on a lot of uh, Christmas shows this week. Sure. Um, Let's see. Uh, first of all, I watched National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation, and this is the, I think it's the second time I've seen it. Yeah. Oh, okay, sure. Well, you're not a Chevy Chase fan. Well, I don't like Chevy Chase at all, ever. I hate him. He's just, eh. and and uh, and the the show. God, you're just getting faggier and faggier as you get older and older. How is that faggier? I don't know. You don't like Shane Gillis. You didn't like Stavros Halkios. You never liked Chevy Chase. And that makes me fag. You're gonna get a vagina here within. Uh, oh, now, uh, now I've got a vagina. I'm a uh-huh. vagina now. That's yeah. great. Okay, might as well just trade your. Ever since you had your nuts worked on. <laughs> so, anyway, testosterone levels. You sure and, that and you the, just didn't remove them all together? <laughs> and the only, the only, and the only funny part of the show really was the um, uh, the neighbors, and there there wasn't enough of them. You know, and that's that, Julie Louis Dreyfus and it does it's some guy. Okay, I, I, I thought he, he might be a, no. a big bigger um, name too. And 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 you know because living next door to the Griswolds would be a horrible horrible thing. And and I think they could should and could have played more to that, especially when you got somebody as funny as uh, Julie Louis Dreyfus. Yeah, living next door, take advantage of that. But I think. This this probably oh with Chevy Chase. There's no way that anyone is going to be funnier than him by contract in one of his. Oh movies. yeah, yeah, I agree. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I figured that's that that's that that part. And and you know, I do like the um, Randy Randy Quaid, right? Yeah. He's, um, I I like that he's the foul, disgusting RV cousin that's urinating in there, urinating and dumping all his shit into the sewage system. That's kind of funny. But well, I think any because I'm not a f- big fan of the movie. I think I've maybe seen it once or twice myself. But I think anyone who actually thinks of that movie doesn't think of Chevy Chase. They think of Randy Quaid and that god awful Winnebago. I don't think they give a shit about Chevy Chase. Uh, I bet you're wrong, but you I, think, I, yeah, because I mean, he's he's too much of it. I mean, there's there's not enough RV to make it uh funny enough to last it's it's all about oh Ch- poor chevy chase oh i hate him i hate him oh god and then um the the tree burning down when grandpa's it, just the whole thing it's just terrible terrible show um i saw a new one on prime this uh this week called candy cane lane with eddie murphy and that new thing or old I, one. I, pardon the new or old new brand new oh. Um, it's also got uh, Tracy, uh, oh God, uh, Tracy Ross, uh, Ellis Ross, um, who's Dinah Ross's daughter, mm-hmm. who is on uh, Blackish. Uh, she plays the wife, and it's just, it's a really dumb story. 
you know, that's that's the problem with the show. Uh, it's not that it wasn't amusing, but it's just dumb. It was kind of a dumb storyline, and um, you know, about the an, an elf that likes to capture people uh, and make them um, little uh, action figures because she grants them a wish and then they fuck it up and then she gets their soul. Type so, thing. all right. Who was the target audience for this? Um, like eight year olds. No, no, like- no, no, no. It's, it's, it's a, it's an adult comedy, but um, yeah, it does feel a little kiddish, but the kids weren't the big part of the show at all. It was sure. all about Andy Murphy and wow, you can still make chi- children's movies with adults and you I, find I it. I understand that, but it's um it's it's just has that Christmas feel to it, you know. That's uh yeah. So, yeah. Uh, the one part I did like was they had this um uh some of the action figures, they had this group that was had to sing everything that they they were the choir that she had acquired and uh, uh the, the evil elf and uh she had acquired this uh this group so it's tracy uh ross the evil elf no no she's the wife okay yeah why do you care yeah so um but I'm just trying to drag this out dude but the the group that was the singers when they at the end every everybody gets you know saved from being an action figure and they come sure. back live and it was pentonics Pentatonics, the Pentatonics, uh, the uh, yeah, the acapella group. So yeah, it was funny that because they were singing everything they had, everything they said they had to sing, and then to come to find out it was them, and that was like Um, that was like a mask singer type of thing. That was that was amusing. Yes. So who is the evil elf? Um, it's the girl. I I can't remember her name. She's the girl that was on um, um, twenty two Jump Street. She was the the chunky bitchy blonde girl that um mm. yeah you you know her if you saw her she I'll look it, it, up right it, it turns out she she's playing more villains than she's playing you know anything else so hey which, that's the way i'd do it um, yeah well you you've been doing it that way um anyway another new one i saw this week was genie and this is over on peacock by the way candy cane lane was prime oh um, J- jillian bell Yes. Yeah. Yeah. She's funny. I like her. She was in yeah. started in workaholics. Oh, okay. Um, Jeannie, which is um, Melissa McCarthy's new movie. Um, and she plays a genie that uh, uh, is released and she tries to help out some guy who's losing his family and his job. And, and it's, it was, um, it was one of those great movies to make dinner during. Sure. Did she cry? Did no, she have she, a scene where she cries? Because she always no, has a scene where she cries. I don't think so. Well, it may have happened while I was cooking. Sure. Um, yeah. But I came back and it seemed like everything was happy at the end. So that's that, how we, she must have cried. Yeah, probably. Um, but then I I, uh, I I saw another new movie this week, but this one's not. a. Where Christmas. do you find the time? Uh, yeah. Um, and it's good burger too because yeah sean wanted to see good burger too so we watched it sure and i I did not i've never seen good burger one which oh so did number two make sense um well no that's the problem um i don't think that good burger (laughs) one would have made much sense either 
Um, it's it, it's so sad because it's. I guess I don't know. Like I said, I don't know what happened the first one, but since since the first one, Keenan Thompson has gone on to become a. Everyone thinks he's a big success, but he's really not. So then he he ends up coming back to town and getting a job at Good Burger because he he he's out of work and he's got bills and he owes everybody money. And so he uh, he gets a job at Good Burger, but his friend who uh, I guess was from the first one, um, he Keenan ended Cal, up, yeah, yeah, he ended up um, when the owner died, he gave the guy the. Uh, the the franchise well just mm-hmm. the, only one good burger and so this the show's about um the bad guys are trying to come in and take good burger for themselves and and so they can franchise it out across the world sure okay yeah and uh and guess what guess who the um evil person was in the show will ferrell no the girl from uh workaholics oh jillian bell wow good for her and she's the bad the bad guy in this one too good for her yeah i mean it's good that she's working too bad that she's working in this kind of schlock uh well yeah because she's kind of a low rent um rebel wilson she's always kind of been a low rent rebel Rebel wilson i don't think she'll ever break away with that i mean now that maybe rebels lost the weight and she's stayed kind of fat yeah Yeah, exactly yeah that's how it works um uh no denise so her son is is 40 and grew up on good burger keenan kel on okay. whatever tv show it was so she saw it with uh, eric her son and she it was just basically a string of expletives that came out when she described the movie to me okay <laughs> yeah apparently so bad well it it, it is it, 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 i kept going is this supposed to be funny? And he goes, it is funny. And I go, no, not funny yet. I mean, does it get funny? And sure. he's going, come on, this is funny. And I'm like, okay. And then you put on Stavros Halkius and went, okay, well, let's try a comedian. <laughs> yeah. Um, so uh, I also watched Miracle on 34th Street, the original one, not that bullshit one that we we had to review remember that awful no actually we didn't review it that's right it was uh i had gone with work and i was sitting there with the new one um with um what's his name uh from jurassic park he played santa um not jeff goldblum shut up um no i know anyway, it's like- richard attenborough right yeah i think that's his name yes well anyway the old guy with a beard yeah, so the, the reason why I hated that one so much, besides the fact it wasn't very good, was that they, um, uh, it's they're going well, Santa. Maybe the reason why you like to play Santa is you like to have little children sitting on your lap, you know, insinuating that Santa was some sort of a, a pervert, sure, uh, and child molester. And I, I, I almost got up and left the theater when that came in because it's like, come on, this is a Christmas movie and you're trying to make Santa out to be a pedophile. No. no. Merry fucking Christmas. So, no, I don't even, that one doesn't even exist as far as I'm concerned. Uh, this is the old one with uh, Edmund Gwynn and Natalie Wood. And it's sure. just a delightful show. And never seen it. I've been watching them late night um, and they've been really it's been really nice i saw it's a wonderful life last week and um i actually i actually was watching it instead of you know because we get so distracted with our devices and 
in everything in our homes, but uh, that we we just kind of well, I've seen this before, so I know what's happening. But I Fair. actually it was it was really nice. Oh, it's like re- reliving those family moments, free of distraction, the good old days. Yes, yes. Um, also All you need is like a a Folgers commercial where the sun comes from from the from the harmony makes that fresh pot of coffee and the family wakes up and they run down the stairs and Tommy's home from the army. The best part of waking up is Folgers in your cup. Okay. Well, you done? No. <laughs> I know. I know. Um, I also but saw you know what commercial I'm talking about. Oh, I do. Yeah. You just got warm and fuzzy thinking about it. Well, no, I actually uh, have a I have this Christmas story idea that ends that way, basically. No. So, yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. So um, Scrooged, the Bill Murray, um, Karen Allen vehicle. Seen it once. Oh, uh, I'm surprised you don't like it. I oh, can't yeah. remember it. Yeah. yeah uh, well, it's on Voodoo and you can go ahead and check it out. Oh, uh, okay. It's, um, it, it's, I, I don't like the ending. Just because they let Bill Murray, you know, like go on and on and on at the end. Um, and it was, but you know, it was okay. It's, 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 it's entertaining. I, I it's entertaining. I, I do like it. I'm not a fan of the ending. Um, let's see. Uh, da, da, da. oh, I saw Exorcist Believe. That's the new Exorcist movie out mm. right now exclusively on Peacock. Um, and, um, oof, oof, oh. It was, it was, um, um, it was okay. Well, the first it's Exorcist just, isn't great. Yeah. Um, well, they actually had Ellen Burstyn in this one where she plays her, their same character. Mm. And she's written a book about what happened to her daughter and, and herself during the exorcism. And so she's become an authority on, on this. So, um, Basically, two young girls go off um, into the woods, show up three days later, um, thinking that they had only been gone for a couple hours. We don't know what's happened to them. But within a couple of days, they start turning into um, demon children. And uh, ultimately, the parents try to get an exorcist to come in and the church is going no 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 let them go through the psychiatrist first and then we'll we'll read about the exorcism later but the girls are basically dying if not so they decide to do an exorcism on their own and then um all hell breaks loose so wait um, so wait was there a priest involved um a uh fallen nun okay yeah because i don't think you you or I couldn't just do an exorcism. I would. I would think there there must be some sort of churchy aspect to it. Well, uh, yeah. Well, I mean, if you'd still have to use the Bible, sure, as as reference. So I I, I don't know. Uh, and well, of course, you'd have to believe in God, like to help. So I although guess- we are both ordained, so it's true. It's true. Yeah. No, that's good enough. That's okay, good. Enough. Yeah. Probably. Yeah. 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 Well, definitely for a movie that we'd be starring in. Um, <laughs> so uh, let's see. Uh, I did see a play this week. Um, what? Uh, well, a musical. Like in 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 person? On a real stage? No, I saw it on YouTube. Oh, okay. And it's Mary Poppins. Oof. 
Oh God, Ugh is not enough to say about that show. How long was it? I've never uh, two and a half hours, um, which is standard for musicals. Yeah. Um, the thing with this one is, I mean, it's not that you know most most of the people were were decent in it. Uh, That's not the problem. The problem is that I'm not a big fan of Mary Poppins. Number one, sure. The movie always uh, well. First of all, how they decided to make a long ass movie like that in the 60s for children i still don't understand um i mean granted it's for adults too but you know it's a kid's show right right and um and and what i hated about this one uh, well the musical itself is they've added new songs in that are totally forgettable but then you got all the songs that are from the movie that and every fucking song had to be a huge dance number or, i mean um, I know it's a musical sure sure yeah no i understand what your what your the gripe yeah. is there you should have you should have no more than three big dance right sh- during a musical where you get most of the cast involved right oh god we had a dance number well two- okay so let me ask you this then so was this a professional or was this a community theater where they have to get all the family out on the stage so that grandma and grandpa and the audience can see little Billy as much as possible? Um, it, well, it wasn't. Uh, it, uh, it looks like it was professional, but it wasn't um, like Broadway. Sure. So um, it could have been. It wasn't community community theater. It was okay. more like. Um, uh, uh, it's hard to explain um it's just it's it's better than community but not pro- professional professional second rate touring sure um but the, like i said the acting was fine um but they had a dance number for uh a spoonful of sugar mm-hmm. uh uh for uh the the dance with the um the chimney sweeps which we know well that's yeah that, that's from it then they had the uh, I Love to Laugh number, which uh, was another dance number. Um, Super Califragilistic Expialidocious, which was another dance number. Um, and uh, and it's just uh, Feed the Birds was another dance number. How do you make that with a dance? I fucking hate that song. Oh. I hate that song. Well, I don't hate the song. I don't like the musical. That's what I want. Well, I mean, outside of the musical or within the musical as a whole feed the fucking birds is the worst that old bag lady with all those goddamn pigeons all over you know know. she stinks you know those those birds are just disease carriers it's gross it's a fucking gross number yeah and i know i'm not gonna give you two tuppins to feed those disgusting disease carrying rats with wings Yes, and, and uh, uh, let's go fly a kite. That was another dance number. I mean, it was like stop with the choreography. We can have a simple song. Well, like, I'm stuck on the feed the bird. So was it like a dream sequence? Was it a slow ballady dance, or do they pick up the pace so they could do the ha cha cha? Well, it, I th- there was some uh, like waltzing and stuff during. Uh, oh, okay, all right. It sure wasn't. Again. It wasn't a. <laughs> jazz hand number was right. enough though <laughs> just jazz break in the middle yeah this old bag lady is throwing breadcrumbs at pigeons sure Ugh, disgusting uh, but mary poppins was really good the character of mary poppins uh the actress was okay was exceptional um 
and then uh, I, and the, the the help was just over. They had them overact. It was just it would be one of those shows where you're sitting there and you're rolling your eyes through just about every fucking number. Sure. So sure. Yeah. Uh, let's see. And then finally, uh, last night, um, I was at the punchline and saw Michael Rappaport. Oh, uh huh. And uh, his two opening acts were excellent, and he was really good. I'd never seen him. I I I can't remember if I'd ever seen him stand up. I've seen him act a lot, but yeah, uh, stand up. I really didn't know what to expect. And he's very much like uh, Richard Lewis, you know. Um, very like it sounds like he's just going off you know on a tangent of things running through his head sure but it's all you can tell it's all very well constructed um and um very funny uh it was one of the better shows that we've seen because everybody was so good you know sure. all, three, all three acts were great and um yeah it was really really good show i was really happy with it uh the weather yesterday though that was cold that was cold as fuck but uh that win but anyway so how about you um well you know i had to watch two more episodes of happy so we've got uh uh we've met the bug which is uh you can tell right out i mean being Finding out in the second six second season that the bug is actually Sunny Shine, you can tell that the actor and I can't remember his name uh, is the one playing the bug, which is a nice tie-in. Uh, I mean, bring up my notes because I've watched so much. Um, and then, oh, I didn't write it down. Uh, so, uh, outside of watching rewatching uh, Live at the Lodge Room, Fat Rascal and Live at the Lodge Room with Stavros Halkius. Um, after watching Live at the Lodge Room, uh, Shane Gillis live in Austin popped up on YouTube. So I watched that full special. Um, and it's really interesting the way uh, Live in Austin is a lot like Beautiful Dogs, um, the Netflix special, uh, where his jokes have uh, a lot of the same premise, but a completely different scenario. So like with the beautiful dogs where he's talking about, he's making the audience uncomfortable with uh, racial talk where he's uh, walking through uh, George Washington's um, plantation. He does kind of the same bit where he's talking about the special Olympics. So the whole audience is kind of like, I don't know if I should be laughing at this. And one of the setups is, um, you know, think of the person that first came up with the Special Olympics. He goes, what kind of sicko is that? He goes, <laughs> he goes, you know, we've got some in our town that might be faster than the ones in the town next town over. Let's race them. <laughs> so, so the audience is like, uh, but then much like he closes out the joke in Beautiful Dogs. He's like, well, look, at least I was in a historical place. Uh, during the George Floyd protests, and I was learning about my history, and all you fucking do is put a black square in your Instagram. Who's the asshole? Who's the asshole? So after the audience is uncomfortable, he's like, you know, I it's okay that I'm talking about this, and I'm talking about this in the matter, because I've volunteered with the Special Olympics th for three years, and I've got those people in my family. So who's the asshole? Who's the asshole? Um, but just the fact that he's able to take two very different scenarios and make kind of the same joke out of them. I thought was very interesting. Um, and then he opens with his dad 
which is so funny because it made me think of my aunt right off the bat. He's opening with his dad. His dad likes watching Fox News, which the audience kind of boos. He's like, shut up, shut up. He's in Austin, Texas. So he's like, there's there's more than a handful here that have dads that watch Fox News. You know, they're fine, whatever. He goes, now it's moms who watch Fox News. <laughs> he goes, they smoke in the house. <laughs> which my aunt, who loves Glenn Beck, is very much a in the house a smoker so made me think of her and i just kind of went yeah yeah that's they're the worst women who watch fox news um and that's about it uh no new no christmas albums uh my friend asked me and i and they're all queued up or a minute ago which christmas specials i'm going to watch on youtube uh because you know i like watching the old 70s and 80s uh, christmas specials um so the osmonds released a christmas special from like 77 through 81 oh um so you know i and I, I i they're they're queued up i just can't uh can't. yeah i've been doing i've been doing the same thing too um uh, I, I i'm i'm gonna watch the um the uh bob hope with diane cannon because that keeps coming up for me ah. but what, what's been uh, the problem uh problem i've been having is i watched john kung do one show on cassava melons, I mean, uh, um, kabucha melons and uh, kabucha squashes, and um, and he souveted them. And now everything on my YouTube is kabucha oh, melons yeah. and souveted. I watched one uh video once on trains and on something on a train, just something I thought was it would interesting. I wanted to find out about, and now YouTube thinks I'm some sort of fucking train fetishist and they're like oh here's more about trains more and i have not interested not interested not interested and uh youtube does not take the hint yeah it's it's infuriating i'm like stop littering my suggestions with all this train bullshit because i don't fucking care um thumbs down uh yeah i've started to but they still think for whatever reason yeah, because the thumbs down works for me most of the time, but every once in a while, I just they they just it's it's killing me, killing me. Yeah, or and they for some reason they think I like bicycles. Like yeah, no. And it's oh, and it's oh, and bicycles and bike paths and improving urban urban living with bicycles. I'm like, How oh no, that's the get that from you, <laughs> Jesus, <laughs> right? Maybe people if getting hit on their bicycles would be something I would like watching, but no. Um, no, that's terrible, terrible thing. Yes. Yeah, uh, YouTube has a terrible algorithm for making suggestions. I will say that. I mean, sometimes I'll just and, and what I hate is when something starts before I can get out of the next I, I finished an episode and then something pops up and now they think I'm interested in this guy trying to talk about eggnog now. Yeah. Eggnog. I never saw the and, and it says it because it flashed for like three seconds, it's now on my history. Right. Well, you can clear that, which I do that as well to try and okay. keep that I, shit out of there. I'll need to go in and do that. Uh okay, lost in a minute. What do you got to say? Bye. Oh, that's it? Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Bye. We'll talk to you next week. Yeah.